What's up, you guys? And welcome back to Tune In Tuesdays with your favorite gals, the H's. I'm Haley. And I'm Hannah. Let's get synced. Show vibe check. <laughs> it's great, sis. Every week you hit it with a little something different, and I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna do something new, like a new type of song, whatever. I like to make up my own songs anyway, so this is like a dream come true for me. I just have to work vibe check into <laughs> any song in the history of music. I'm Simple. The acapella approach. She's beautiful. Thank you. The songs actually sound like the songs and it's not just like, wow, she is. Wait, what song was that? I have. And I want to. Fantasy ludicrous. That's an oldie, but a goodie. Love it. We love it. We love it. Han, how are you doing over there? We're recording remote again today. I'm seeing my gal from a distance. Yes, um, long distance relationship. We're good. <laughs> long to make it work. Thrives on communication, and we're clearly amazing at that. Now I'm horrible, sick, sick as hell, upset stomach. Period has been the worst. I really took it there within the first minute, fourteen seconds. Where she um, said, "Upset stomach, diarrhea." <laughs> the pills didn't even work for sis. Um, oh. Yeah, but it's okay. I think it's a combination of just like lady stuff and I'm just feeling personally attacked that champagne (laughs) doesn't agree with my internal system the way that vodka does I mean listen vodka has never okay vodka vodka has disrespected me (laughs) however Tito's vodka that's the ride or the mm-hmm. die right there. Mm-hmm. Never had a problem with her. We do not mess with Fireball. Mm-mm. We don't mess with Captain Morgan. Mm-mm. And we don't mess with Tequila. Mm-mm. But everything else, respect. <laughs> respect. Well, actually, I know I'm getting old because now I can have like two glasses of wine and I wake up the next morning and I get hit by a bus. No, that's because I think I'm a legit allergic to sulfates. So I think I'm allergic to the sulfur that's in like wine or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's a thing. Don't they make those little stirrers that you can get now? And you like yes, or like the um, like the um, no hang, like the yep. Uh, if you guys could see this video right now, <laughs> the handmade my charade is uh, it's a it's a it's a level one. <laughs> you know, like you put it in the top of the bottle and it like filters. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not going to say it filters the hangover out, but like. Stay tuned. We'll try it out and let y'all know the honest review on the the Instagram. So, but speaking of beverages, what are you going to do your clink with? Let's talk about what we're sipping. That's going to, that's going to be my thing when we're remote. Cause we're always like, okay, grab a drink. And then we're going to like not surprise each other, but like, I think we can almost predict what the other one's going to grab sometimes. (laughs) Based on the weekend, yes, 100%. For that reason, folks, we're just having a little H2O today. Nothing nothing exciting. Um, had a time with one of my gals the other night, and I promised, I promised Jake that I would drink more water because I'm a terrible, 
terrible person when it comes to drinking water. I'll be sitting around at five o'clock in the afternoon, evening, whatever. And, uh, I'm like, wow, you have not had a sip of water today. So <laughs> we're coming at you live in the, uh, the night's souvenir <laughs> glass. Nights. Yes. Shout out to the nights. So no ice in her today. I found that when I do put ice, I, I don't know about y'all. I prefer my water chilled. Room chilly. Really? I like her chilly. I like it to pierce my cold, dark soul. And um, just kidding. But <laughs> I always find that I can hear my my glass floating around or my ice floating around in the glass when it, we're sipping on the pod. So I went. I don't hear her, and you were swigging that bitch around. <laughs> yeah. So we went iceless today. Ah, ah, I yeah. like that. Han, okay, what are you drinking? I'm gonna I'm gonna take a guess. I've been a little sick. I haven't been feeling my best. Ginger ale? Ooh, no, but that is the sicky soda. That is coined sicky soda from my childhood. And I no, I'm not drinking any ginger ale because I don't know. It would remind me too much of a Moscow right me right right meow. Right meow. <laughs> um I don't know. And I'm fresh out of Pedialyte. So, yeah, I drank Pedialyte. was good. Hit <laughs> <laughs> it up. Don't no, I got, so I actually have two drinks. Um, something something special about me is uh, I can never just have one drink. I love diversity amongst fluids that I can consume orally. So, I <laughs> why? What is wrong with me? Um first drink we got that ocean that ocean spray diet cran pineapple probably gonna tear my shit up more because it's diet but the taste is there i like that wait y'all so me and sis are on video right now she brought the whole jug <laughs> to the conversation i don't know how much you're planning on drinking uh, sure i mean I, i'm not in a contest with anybody right now but if i have to drink the the, the rest i will Same yeah you can, take, you can take the girl out the west side but you can't take the west side out the girl so that's that <laughs> yep here let me take a picture cute whatever cute 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 <laughs> and then my other drink to clink with it's a can it is elite amongst the sodas uh yeah it's one of sam's favorite sodas oh i already know what it is is Yep. Oh, oh, not Dr. Pepper. That's her favorite. She does love Dr. Pepper and a little cherry lemon sun Cherry, yes. yes. A little cherry lemon sun drop. So I'm going to do my clink with a, with a cherry lemon sun drop because, honestly, the more I read the word diet on this cream <laughs> pineapple, the more my stomach gets the bubbles. So you ready? All right, go. Ooh, let me get a little. Ooh, oh. I don't know how much okay. okay. information jar, but click beep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in with you with the live beats again. The do do <laughs> the acapella beats hit us up. Mm-hmm, we are mm-hmm, available mm-hmm. for all inquiries. Sings podcast oh. at gmail. You know, you know the vibe. <laughs> you know it. Yep. So getting into the meat and taties. I know I say that pretty much every episode, so I got to keep it going. But a lot of um. What we're going to be talking about today, just to give you a brief little snippet, if you will, is things we would tell our younger selves. And a lot of what I'm about to say are just good reminders for things that I should tell my current self, to be honest. Mm. But um, yeah. 
I think it's good to be introspective about how far you've come. And this is largely inspired by my gal pals who also have a podcast. Their podcast is Not Your Average BS uh, to people I went to grad school with. And they did a similar episode. So uh, if you like uh, podcasts that talk about social justice or sustainability or um, things of that nature, give them, give them a shout. We'll put them in the description. But this is largely inspired by them. I did like their episode, and I thought that Hannah and I are always keeping it 100, so this would be good for us to discuss. So, And we did have like a little segment on one of our episodes where it was – it was our Q and A, mm-hmm. right? It was like things that you, you, or like what something you, about like past self, future self. I don't know. Things yeah, are yeah. a little hazy. Was that we, the Rose Ramblin? I might have <laughs> been Rose Ramble. God, um, I think we were asking like if you could go back and change something, would you do it, or would you tell like your future self? Yeah, something that so was kind of hits on that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but um. This is by no means an exhaustive list because Lord knows there are so many things that I would tell my younger self, but this is just some that I, I think I try to to live by more these days, but definitely yeah. I wish I knew back then. So yep. I agree. And it's more along the lines of like a generic rather than like, I wish I could have told myself at 15 years old. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> Do not date Tommy because he's a fuck boy and you knew that shit before you got mixed up. And he's going to ask your friend out on a sticky note in two weeks anyways. <laughs> yeah. That was my 15-year-old life. All right. So we kind of decided to each discuss like four things. Um, and then, of course, we're both going to chime in and like, comment mm-hmm. on the others so mm-hmm. han mm-hmm. you want me to go first or you want to go first rock paper scissors shoot all right ready ready rock paper scissors shoot okay okay rock paper scissors can you hear me right <laughs> yeah i got it i got it <laughs> you know what for time's sake i think i'm just gonna jump right in Guys, that probably sounds really interesting on the audio. We might. Honestly, I can't wait to hear what this sounds. (laughs) Okay, so again, in no particular order, but this is something I cannot stress enough. Maybe more than anything else on this list, it's number one for me. Um, and first up is intuition is seldom wrong. Mm. For me, I honestly can say, I do not know there was a time that I had a feeling that something was off and I was wrong about it. And there, I've, I think in the past, I have always, like I've known I felt a certain way or like my intuition was telling me one thing, but I was forcing it to just be something completely other than what what my gut was telling me. So I, I if I could go back, I would be like, you know what? It's off. You know it's off. Stop trying to fight it. Just go with it. Listen to your gut. I really do think, especially for females, I don't know why, but this seems to be true to like all of my gal pals and just females I know in general. They tell me the same thing. Like, I knew something was up or something was wrong. And I was right. Like, I just think female intuition, there's nothing else like it. And, um, I think in the past I have tried to force myself to do something or believe something or whatever that my gut knew I should not, should not pursue, should not go with. So number one for me is intuition, follow that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, 
you have the choice to either listen to it or, you know, and, and try to pay into it and get deeper into it, or you can ignore it. And (laughs) that sucks. It does. Plus, I just think like, especially if you're an anxious person, you're going to save yourself a lot of probably energy and Mm -hmm. anxiety if you just go with your gut, in my opinion. Now, that's not to say that your intuition could could potentially be wrong. I'm sure. You know what? Yeah. Like you feel that reason for, you feel that way for a reason, you know? And your, your body is telling you that everything is telling you that I'm just saying, keep an eye out for it. Do what you want. But I have experienced my intuition is about 99.99997% accurate. (laughs) That's my, my first go with that. Yeah. So my first one is kind of closely related. We're honestly so weird. I swear on my mother's life. Dundon, if you're listening, we have not talked about, you know, our list yet. So no, 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 no. I'll be like, oh yeah, sure. Hannah's is kind of, or she, of course, hers is closely related with Haley. <laughs> really is. <laughs> I literally just typed it up. I, um, we are saying for life, baby. Okay. So something that kind of plays off of, and you know, know, segues into my first one that's related to Haley's is, is, is something that my anxiety has stemmed from. And it is something that I wish I would have told myself more is it's all good. Like hyping situations up in my head before they happen is like the leading cause, step one of my anxiety. Oh, so you're saying overthinking. Overthinking. Not oh. like not taking my intuition and listening to it, but not even being in a situation where I need to pay into my intuition. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like, I mean, it could be anything. Like literally something as small as well, you know what? It's not small. Cause if it's something that bothers me, I'm not worried about it. But at the end of the day, like I try not to think of the things that could happen. Like me walking out to my car alone, mm. you know, like at target, I don't like to sit there and be like, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God. Cause that just gets me more stressed right. out. I like to know in the back of my head, like you're smart, pay attention to your surrounding. Right. But I don't like to gas myself up and be like, what if somebody came up to me and just grab my left arm and they grab my person, then they like grab my face, like wild stuff because. Which is a valid concern. It's but... a valid concern, but I don't like the feeling of when I do that to myself, I'm not going to say it, it doesn't happen because it sounds like, oh darn. <laughs> but like when I gas myself up in any situation and I'm like hyping things up in my head or like. Even like just giving things, I think that yeah don't deserve as much as your attention as they do, but they're on your mind for whatever reason, and yeah. you just overthink it. Yep. So number one, it's all good for me. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm glad you brought that up. Again, I feel like just females in general, and again, I'm generalizing here. I think we are just chronic worriers, or we overthink, or we are just very in tuned with our feelings and that's a lot of the reason why I don't sleep well at night for me personally is because I'm too busy overthinking things that haven't even happened yet. Like I've had partners in the past and they just head hits that pillow and they gone. Like, I mean, sleepy town. And I don't know if that's just because we are wired differently or whatever the case may be, but I spend so much of my time thinking about things that will in reality never happen. 
yeah, I spent a lot of time too having like fucking made up conversations with myself with other people, and I'm like, why are you doing this? Why are you I like that? Or like if I'm, you know, like a pre conversation, I don't know. Especially this is what I'm gonna say. This is how it's gonna go down, and then it goes nothing like that in reality. <laughs> like in the mirror, you'd be like, okay, and. Um- <laughs> I'm talking disses to my shampoo bottle in the shower. I'm like, yeah, you know what? We WWE elbow drop smack down on that bitch. (laughs) Right. We dropped the soap on purpose over Mm -hmm. here. (laughs) um, Yeah. yeah, That's definitely a good one. Hyping it up. Don't hype it up. Pipe it down. Pipe it down. Pipe it down. All right. So for me, and I think Brendy or Shannon, the gal pals that have the podcast I just mentioned, I think one of them actually said this in the episode they did on this, but I could not agree more. And it was just learn to say no. Mm. That is something I struggle with so bad. I'm such a people pleaser. Like to mm-hmm. my core, I will go out of my way. I will go to China and back for someone just to put a smile on their face. And in the past, I have suffered mentally, emotionally, physically been drained by the fact that like, I just could not say no to people. And not that I regret the fact that I feel like I am a A generally very selfless person, but I mean, when I was in college, I just remember blatantly, I was taking all 8 a.m. classes, taking a full class load, and then I was working Full time, I was doing like 50 hours a week or more at the bar. Mm-hmm. Someone that I was working with at the time was getting ready to have a baby and she needed someone She needed someone to work her shift so that she could go to an interview so that she could secure a better job. And I mean, I was worked to my absolute breaking point, had a migraine and I still came into work and they sent me home because I had a literal mental breakdown when I got there because I was so exhausted and tired but I was like my mind is thinking you have to do this like what if she doesn't get the job and you could have helped her and blah 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 and I'm just overthinking the whole entire thing and um I think it's it's okay to say no I think a lot of people just struggle and they push themselves to points that they definitely don't need to be in especially for your mental health um learning to say no is a, is a good thing. I have come to learn that. And in the past I have just done way too much for way too little in return, to be quite honest. So learn to say no, I think can help you mentally, emotionally, physically. Um, and it's a boundary. And I mean, you have to have a boundary. Boundaries are help like healthy. So, Mm -hmm. but I just, I've always hyper extended myself to the lot, to the umpteenth degree mm-hmm. and moving forward. And especially in my past, I think I, if I would have said no to more people and focus on some of the things that I wanted to do, even little decisions, things could be very different. Um, staying in relationships too long that I shouldn't have been in saying no to that, saying no to whatever, saying no to a lot of different things could, could have led to many different outcomes, but that is something I have been trying to work on. It's still very hard for me, but yeah, say no, don't feel bad about it because yep. You got to put yourself first sometimes. Yeah, you got to. Oh, my God. Another one. Another one. (laughs) Another one that I came up with that ties along with that. Once again, we did not compare these lists. She has no idea what I'm about to say. Um, But the second thing for me that I wish I would have, you know, I wish I could tell my younger self is – I should have chosen more for myself. So that kind of goes along with 
saying no. Like I wish I would have said no, um, during that time, but I chose, you know, wishing that I would have chosen myself more in any situation, whether that means sometimes with friends or not even necessarily like, you know, like saying no or something, but in relationships, um, friendships, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not allowing that one way street and self-advocating and doing what I want for myself, just myself, not anybody else. Like, but I think just me as a person, I've based a lot of decisions off of who is in my life, who is important to me. Um, and not that it has affected me in any way, but I think that's something that I do more as, as a, as a gal in her late twenties, just yeah. doing more for myself, not just myself. Cause I'm not selfish, but, um, now obviously for Z and I, so self-care is a thing. Mm-hmm. Like you got to take care of yourself. Cause if yeah. like, I saw this meme a couple weeks ago, love the memes. <laughs> Duh. And it was like, you wouldn't let your phone battery die. So why do you do that to yourself? Like, why do you let yourself go on empty? Mm-hmm. Like, you gotta you know you are looking for a charger right when that shit goes yellow. Yeah, literally yellow, not red. Yeah, yellow. So why do you let your battery die, but your phone battery doesn't die? And I was like, that's a good question. Okay, that probably the sense. same reason I be f- gassing it on E. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, oh, I'm riding on fumes. Out <laughs> of my life. <laughs> I'm getting staying in it. <laughs> synced, 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 synced. Um, <laughs> all right. What's your third? So my third one. Um, and again, I feel like I'm speaking to my present self, but anyways, just the fact that jealousy is the thief of joy. I know for a fact in the past I've been mm-hmm. jealous. Like I don't have that. Um, I don't have the latest and the greatest. I don't have, I don't look like that. Um, whatever it is, just the self comparison trap is a horrible, horrible thing. And not even just comparing yourself physically. Um, but just looking at someone else's where they are in life and being like, why is that not me? Because everyone's on their own path, right? And mm-hmm. I think growing up, I was always comparing myself to either someone older than me that had more than me or um, just someone that was maybe, not to say that I didn't grow up very privileged because I did, I'll be very honest about that. But it, if someone else had, like I said, the latest, the greatest, the newest, or um, when I was in high school, I went to a very affluent high school in like the whitest County in North Carolina. Um, and it was just kind of a common thing for parents to get their kids brand new cars for their 16th birthday. And I would be jealous. Like, I'm like, why can't I have a brand new BMW? I, whatever. XR I've had to buy, uh, three others. Yes. (laughs) So I shared a car with my three brothers for a number of years. And that really at at the same time, like I look back and I'm like, you, I should have been so much more grateful for the fact that I had access to a car like when I needed one or, Mm -hmm. you know, like I was too busy worried about what everybody else had that I didn't realize what I actually had. Like I have a family, a healthy family. I have everything that I really need. Do I have everything I want? No, of course not. But I have everything that I need. And 
especially nowadays, I try to stop comparing myself to people. <laughs> stop comparing yourself to these Instagram models for the love of God. Uh, Honestly. Just throw that out there because that's the most toxic thing I can really yes. even think of at the moment. And my but- favorite thing to look at is a side-by-side comparison of this can be any woman's body. I don't care who you're talking about. Maybe not like a, you know, anybody from like 18 years old or so. Um, their skin is still insanely tight. So <laughs> yeah, right. we're talking about like their body skin and like no cellulite and stuff. But like you can have cellulite and do a posed photo and your cellulite looks as though it's disappeared. But when you're unposed, that is when cellulite shows. That's when like our legs and stuff show. And it's like, just look at side by sides of maybe even... It's, I mean, it's hard to see the celebrity stuff because theirs is so photoshopped, but oh. there's a whole world of it of, you know, like creating, an but image. people, people compare themselves. It's how can they not? It's, we've talked about it in the past, uh, you know, on past episodes, it's just blasted all over your timeline. And to hear, you know, like to hear that that's someone's job, like that's a lot on that person too. Mm-hmm. Like I have to maintain this and take pictures or else I'm not going to get money. I'm not, you know, like whatever. Well, rabbit yeah, hole like back main, to you. <laughs> basically maintain this, I, this image of perfect. Like what, mm-hmm. what even is that? What even is mm-hmm. that? Um, I don't know. And that's what I would tell the younger generation today, especially the ones that are growing up in such like a social media heavy age, like being jealous of somebody will never fulfill you. You'll never feel fulfilled if mm-hmm. you are just always comparing what you don't have or what you do have. Just be grateful for the things that are in your life. And I think people just take so many things for granted because they're too busy comparing themselves. So I would tell my younger self, stop being jealous of Susie's BMW because um, she's going to be paying a lot more for that thing at the shop than your ride or die Camry, sis. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the number three for me is jealousy is just the thief of, of joy. Yeah, I agree. Jealousy is the thief of joy. My third one is um, geared towards opinions of others. And I wish that I would have spent more time when I was younger um, coaching myself on not just thinking, but believing that the opinions of other people don't fucking matter because they don't. And no, I, but I, I feel like I'm not going to say I've wasted so much of my life. (laughs) I have spent time, you know, wasted time on even just processing the thoughts and opinions of others Mm -hmm. as though they're my own. And that's not fair to myself. So that in turn is another thief of joy because you're wasting your mental capacity and your thought space for whatever it could be on other people who are honestly irrelevant because mm-hmm. if you're not, if you're not writing my bills. I mean, writing my bills. What is this? <laughs> fucking... Paying these bills. <laughs> you're not paying my bills or making me dinner, doing my laundry, keeping me happy. Then you ain't my huzz. <laughs> yeah. If you ain't huzz, I do not care about your opinion, but when we were young and impressionable, I can't say that I was just like, you know, I couldn't say the same for myself. That that's, that's taken time for me up until this point in my life, but I wish I would have could have, would have, could have, should (laughs) have told young little Han, don't worry about the haters. Yeah. That's something I'm I'm glad you brought that up because I'd say up until about this year, 
I have been so concerned with not necessarily what people say about me, but the reputation that I have or like the image that I have that mm-hmm. other people see. I've just, I don't know why I was mm-hmm. just like, I want people to know that I'm a good person. And then I was like, what the fuck Haley? Like uh, just be that person. And yeah. if someone doesn't like you, it's probably because it's probably them. It's probably, <laughs> <laughs> it's probably because they heard something from someone else, a lie about you or yeah. something that's not even true. And anybody that actually knows you, knows you you know what I'm saying like they know your intention so I would say up until like honestly the last couple of months like this summer maybe I was like you know what I'm just gonna be very unapologetically me from now on and if you don't like it Mm -hmm. I will kindly hold the door for you as you leave Mm -hmm. um but yeah the people's opinions like I said if they ain't your husband your wifey your spouse your ride or die and it's hard because people are constantly tossing their opinions out there. Mm-hmm. So something that I've had to do for myself is, you know, with a bit of coaching, just noticing people's opinions because they're going to put them out there. That's inevitable. Noticing an opinion and then letting it float away out of my brain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly. And I'm not, I mean, I'm not affected by it. The thing is you can be as close to perfect. Like I said, don't even know what perfect is. Not even going to try to define it because I'm just talking very loosely about the idea of perfection. Mm -hmm. You could be that you could be that you could be the Kylie Jenner of 20, the 21st century. And somebody is still going to have something to say about your lips. I mean, like you could be the creme de la creme. You could be the exalted and someone is still going to have something negative to say about you. And that's just how it is. You could have, the best of the best be quote unquote, the best of the best. And someone is still going to have something to say. So why even worry about it? Don't just waste 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 any of your time. I mean, listen to people because uh, you know, people's opinions, they matter to them, Mm -hmm. right? Like our own opinions matter to ourselves. Um, the grain of salt, just a grain of salt. If it's not, if it's really not like going to matter a year from now, why we're talking small amount of na na on the periodic table na it's a nah for me so i think i'm up next right? yep okay better my last one and again i have so so many um yeah this was a very easy list to make yeah very easy i could go on forever but my last one is don't or at least Try not to hold grudges. And in my childhood, somebody would do me wrong or my like early teen years. I'm like, nope, you're dead to me. You're done. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to talk to you again. And don't get me wrong. Like, I think there's definitely a time and a place for that. But I'm talking about this would be something petty, like something dumb. Like you didn't come to, I don't know. You didn't come to the football cool. game. You what? didn't come to the middle school dance. You didn't, you didn't come to the seventh grade dance. <laughs> yeah. Or like you didn't come to the football game with me, uh, on Friday night. And I was just so upset about it for whatever reason. And then I might not have talked to that person for weeks, for weeks. Um, damn. <laughs> damn I know weeks. it's just like very petty things. Now I do think there are times where you can hold a grudge and there's very good reason for that. Um, mm-hmm. anybody comes for the people you love, your family, they do you very dirty. That's a different story. But once again, intuition, you'll feel whether or not you you can uh, move forward from whatever someone has done to you. Yes. And 
But for me, I've had people do me dirty uh, recently and in the past. And I've honestly just chose that it is so much easier for myself to just be like, I don't know what demons they're facing. I don't know what's going on with them. They mm-hmm. chose to do this for whatever reason. And I'm just going to forgive them and move on because holding a grudge at the end of the day takes so much more energy mm-hmm. just to be mad at somebody for what, just to be mad at them. I mean, for you're them. the only one to experience it. They don't even know you're mad. Like, they're <laughs> not even affected. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's definitely been instances where it's oh, been very sure. obvious that it's, uh, you messed up or not sure. you, Hannah, but like the other person messed Dang. up. <laughs> but, Ew, <laughs> nah, you puffy. Um, but there's definitely, you know, times where people have held grudges and it's very obvious for why. And mm-hmm. you have two options. You can either hate them for the rest of your life or you can forgive them and just say, you know what? This situation didn't work out. We don't see eye to eye on this A, B, C, D, mm. E, all of the above and this. forgive them and move on or you can just be mad about it forever but that is really going to weigh on you mentally and emotionally way more than just saying yep. jesus take the motherfucking wheel yep <laughs> and listen i hit him with the old f and f you ready i forgive you but i'm not gonna forget so yeah <laughs> don't cross me bitch that's a real thing and i cross me bitch <laughs> i think that's fine because honestly yeah. Um, the way people treat you is very important. So you can't just sit here and say, I'm going to forget that even happened because that wouldn't be authentic. Like, yeah, I can forgive you, but will I forget? Honestly, no, because Mm -hmm. that was something that happened. You can't just act like erasing things. I don't think are the problem or like the the answer. You either forgive them and say, I accept this happened Mm -hmm. or you stay mad, but I guarantee you're going to waste so much more energy just sitting there and holding on to that. than you are just being like, you know what? It is what it is. Yep. And in the wise words of J Cole, fool me one time. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Can't put the blame on you. Fool me two, three times. Fuck the peace sign. Load the chopper and let it rain on you. (laughs) 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 Or George W. Bush. He says, fool me once. Shame on me. Fool me twice. Can't get fooled again. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, don't try. My best advice is forgive when you can. Again, there's going to be some, there are some unforgivable sins out there. (laughs) Sins isn't the right word, but there are some unforgivable acts and you can hold a grudge. And that's probably, if you you feel like that's the right thing to do, then it was probably bad enough that you should. Mm -hmm. But if you can, Forgive, don't forget, move on, because Mm it would be so much better for your mental, I promise. Mm -hmm. All right, my number four. (sighs) Take us home, sis. Little little gal, I wish you, and even still, I mean, this is something for my younger self, but even now as an adult, Mm -hmm. I think it is very important to recognize that it's okay to not be okay. And being okay with Mm. not being okay is okay. Mm -hmm. But to, to remain in that state of not okay, that's not okay. Um, so that's, you know, that, that itself has been, you know, a difficult course to navigate because I mean, and I'm a, I'm, I'm not saying I'm just, I have days where I'm just, all day, not okay. It'll be just like moments where I'm like, wow, me or like, whoa, that hurts my feelings, but that's cool. What can I do to 
kind of pull myself out of that place. Right. I'm glad you're saying that because as we mentioned last week's episode, pretty much half of our viewer viewership listeners, I don't mm-hmm. know, whatever you want to call it, are male. And I do think that that is very hard for males to accept because they have always been taught that they need to be quote unquote manly and Mm -hmm. put on this like persona that they're always okay or they're strong or they're tough or whatever. And really like you can have a bad day Mm -hmm. and you should be able to talk about your bad day. Um, I don't know. I just feel like that's very important to mention because I think men tend to bottle up their emotions and they don't talk about it and then it's too late. Yep. I think so. so. So, yeah, I have to agree, Hannah, and it's okay not to feel okay, and it's definitely okay to get help if Mm -hmm. you feel like you're not okay. Even if your help is a friend that you trust to be like, yo, this has happened to me, or like like, this is what's going on, and it's really affected me, and, you know, in... Be upfront with them. If it's a situation where I'm seeking advice, I'm going to be like, Haley... I need some advice on this. Like, let me know if I am jumping in the quicksand or like, let Mm -hmm. me know if I'm, if I need to jump in the quicksand, (laughs) right. Um, Right. You know, or just talking about it. Like, Hey, I don't really need advice. It's just kind of like venting, right? Like you just need to talk to somebody about something and seeking help in that manner. That's, that's okay too. But it's, 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 it's one of those things where I think it's, so crummy when you feel not okay. And then you feel like you have to just kind of like extinguish those feelings, right? You can't deal with them. You're like, no, I don't want to feel that way. Of course you don't want to feel that way, but. Or you you like have to put on the smile. Like you have to act like. Yeah. Everything's dandy. Yeah. That's one of the worst feelings. I know I shut down like emotionally when something's wrong. I just like get very quiet, get very like into myself. Um, but yeah, Self-care is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Self-care is a huge thing. You got to take care of yourself because at the very, very, very end of the day, you've got yourself. Yeah, and, that's it. I mean, you've got to, you got to take that. You got to take care of that. You get one. That's it. One self. That's it. No extra selves. <laughs> <laughs> one self in the chat. One self. Those were just like our basic things we would tell our younger selves. And to be honest, my current self, all of those, I I need like a daily reminder of, but things I've been trying to work on, but also I wish I knew when I was a little teeny bop bop, Mm -hmm. I was wild times. But, um, if you guys have anything that you would tell your younger self, we would love to hear it. Mm-hmm. Let us know on the the DMs, on the Instagram, or the mm-hmm. email. We decided we're just going to round out this episode again with a little reminder to hit our advice box. And advice box in the link tree on the IG, on the yes. IG bio. We love communicating with y'all. It is so much fun, and mm-hmm. we love hearing your perspectives. We're going to try and bring on some more guests to bring a little bit of a different voice on for y'all soon, but until then, we love just giving you our raw opinions. So we thought this question tied it all with a little bow very nicely. So Hannah, I would say, is probably an expert in this area. <laughs> so, level uh, expert. <laughs> Let's see. Someone, someone asked us, what are some of your best tips, tricks, or just like some best ways to deliver constructive criticism. And I thought this just went well with kind of like our life experience and yeah. like how we would go about it. So yeah. And what do you, what do you think? Mm, step one. <laughs> <laughs> 
one. You might have to ask clarifying questions to see Mm. what they need from you. Because if you just hop to conclusions on feedback, you know, that you're giving somebody, um, it could go south and you could kind of hurt or offend them. Like I know I would be a little bit bothered if I was seeking feedback on something. Um, and maybe I wasn't specific about it and the person didn't clarify what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and they gave me feedback on something like, I don't even know. Um, here's a situation. We recorded a podcast and I sent it to somebody and I'm like, check this out. And I'm not specific. Right. Right. <laughs> and I listened to it and I wanted them to let me know how the sound was, how the sound was. Mm-hmm. And they hit me back with say less likes and ums. Ooh, that's going to hurt. Cause I know that's a fucking filler word that I have. And like, and, um, <laughs> y'all don't need to tell me. I know. Um, so, but like, that's the step, that's step one for me is would love to give you feedback. What exactly, you know, like, what do you want me to specifically pay attention to so that I can hit you back? Correct. One, I'm not going to want to hurt their feelings. And I want to make sure that two, I'm doing my due diligence and best Mm -hmm. job on my end, focusing on what they want me to focus on. Cause if you're seeking help from me, (laughs) I mean, I just want to make sure that I'm correct before to, you know, before I accidentally step on somebody's fucking toes, like, so come correct. Yeah, I think that just, that's like a, a, a sure way to just make sure that you are completing the objective of like uh-huh. what they actually need instead of just giving a bunch of feedback on like nothing that is actually going to help them or like they actually wanted feedback yeah. on. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And then, I mean, I, I always do the Berg. The, the Berg. The Berg. There's definitely different variations of the Berg. Uh, mm-hmm. I think everybody's familiar with that. Uh, uh, step two is you have to be unbiased, right? So oh, somebody's, yes. what somebody's asking you for feedback on or help with or advice on or even your opinion, you have to kind well, I guess you can give an unbiased opinion, I think, if you take yourself out of the mix for what you would personally choose for yourself mm-hmm. and do for yourself and you're thinking about them um, and the benefits for them and not your own personal gain, I think that's also something very important because if I'm trying to help somebody else out with something for them, I don't want to approach it with the mindset that this is for me. This is, you know, like, so I think that's also very important. Yeah. Approach it with an unbiased stance. And And I know that's, that's been difficult for me personally in the past, because when I was working as a TA, I was like, Haley, I know you and this student in class have some differences of opinions, but you Mm -hmm. cannot take that into consideration when you are grading their work. You have to Mm -hmm. provide feedback based on what's on the paper, what's on the assignment and remove any kind of feelings you have about maybe them personally or their views, whatever the case may be. So glad you brought that up because that is 100% very very important. And then the, you know, that's the second part, you know, and I think the third going to keep it easy, keep it simple. Mm -hmm. That third thing is once you understand, once you have removed yourself, you can dive into your delivery, right? Yes. Um, and don't feel uncomfortable with taking I would rather, you know, taking time for a response. I would rather there be an awkward pause between me 
and somebody, anybody I'm having a conversation with than me just jump into saying something. Like if I'm really trying to think about what I want to deliver to them and how I want to deliver it to them, um, Mm -hmm. with your words, you have one opportunity, right? Right. So you have to choose your words very carefully, um, depending on who they are to you. You really might have to really choose your words carefully. Um, and just making sure that you're not going to, in some way, hurt them as a person or, mm-hmm. um, you know. Right. It's not a task. Uh, it's about, yeah. it's kind of about the task or like what they're asking about. It's not about them. Yeah. Cause, you know? cause typically if somebody's asking you this, they, they need help with something, right? Or they probably really trust you. Yeah. So you want to, you want to, you know, maintain that and respect that and, I like to focus on like, if they're asking me for, you know, um, constructive criticism or something and feedback, if you will, mm-hmm. cause I don't like the word criticism. I don't like mm-hmm. to criticize. I don't, I just don't like the um, right. negative connotation with that. But like, I like that. I think that if you focus on something well, right. You start with something good. That's mm-hmm. the bread. Everybody loves the bread. <laughs> <laughs> we love carbs. Something good, you know, the meat, room for improvement. Yeah. You know, um, let them know, I think you're doing well with this. If you want my suggestions, um, I would say try da-da-da-da-da-da. And then the last bread, let me know what I can do to better support you, Um I mean, this is very generic. This could be for like any situation, but what I'm thinking of is just, you know, have those positives on the outside, like let them know it's good. Let them know what you would do and let them know that you're there to support them along the way with making that improvement, I guess. I thought I might have something to add, but I feel like you hit like every point (laughs) you hit all the spots. They didn't even know was there. Honestly. No, I think that's great. Like, the unbiased piece was my favorite because I think some people have a really hard time doing that. And and mm-hmm. it, it has been challenging uh, personally for me in the past. Mm-hmm. Like I said, there's been students that I've had that I just, I know I could not disagree with more. And I had to be like, Haley, this is not about them. This is not about their personality. This is about the product that they have asked you to grade or provide feedback yeah. on. And that can be really hard for some people. So, and it's a skill, it's something you have to work on. Right. So like nobody, I think gives perfect feedback by, by any stretch of the imagination, but you have to work on giving feedback and, I don't know. Hannah seemed to pretty nail it though. So. <laughs> oh, don't, <You> need- <laughs> don't be fooled. Don't be fooled. I think something that has gotten me, you know, at this advanced level of feedback and constructive feedback has also been failure, right? You grow and you learn from your area. I have had some probably situations where I was like, wow, didn't, didn't really swing, swing and hit it on that one. Um, (laughs) But I think, I think with any success comes failure. Anything that's challenging is going to come a little bit of frustrations and failure, but that's okay. Look at the wisdom from our older. <laughs> I'm so here for it. Yeah. My younger self would be like, eh, shut up. <laughs> My younger self would be like, okay, but what about your Polly Pocket collection? <laughs> yeah, but like, what are those wrinkles on your forehead? <laughs> That's the other thing. God, I wish I would have told my younger self, start wearing more SPF daily. <laughs> oh, yes. Anyone listening, make sure you have that S. Listen. Yeah. I hopped in the advice box, and this one is actually geared towards Haley. 
And it says, okay, I'm ready. It says, Haley, can you breathe? Because you got that ass, mom. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what type of advice you need for this other than keep that shit up. I hope you are sending that to other people because we're going to pass it along. (laughs) Yeah, it's called carbs, baby girl. Straight up. Carbohydrates. <laughs> I'm screeching. All right, friends. Well, as always, we love having you. We love interacting with you. Yes. Send us your feedback. Oh. Now that you know how to do that, send it to us. And we'll be back next week on our Tune In Tuesday. Yeah. Hey, if you've stuck around to this far, this point, keep on hanging around. We've had some smacking outro music. We don't know if you guys have stuck around for our outro music. It's a... (laughs) She's a clapper. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta go. (laughs) We gotta go. Just uh, stay tuned for that outro because it's fire. Yes, and keep your eyes peeled for some things popping. New shit popping. Big thanks, poppin'. Little shit, stoppin'. All things pop lock and droppin' though. <laughs> See y'all next time. We're out. Peace. Bye.